Jeff Hunt is back to talk football. Love this season. Uh, for those of you who don't know Jeff, he's the vice president of Off the Ball Network. He runs a couple podcasts. Jeff needs sports. Jeff needs help. Um, Jeff needs sports football breakdown podcast. Um, he is all over the place. He's on other people's podcasts. He's talking about all kinds of different sports. But uh, right now it's football season, and uh, yeah, we're cranking it out. So uh, we do talk about how Jeff just became a grandfather. So it's not all sports, but. Uh, all right, folks, uh, let me know what you think. I want to hear from you. Brendan at dadsww.com. And, of course, if you can't stand me, hate mail at dadsww.com. Please share with a friend. And don't forget to get on uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, throw a review up for me. Please, much appreciated. And uh, enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Dads Worldwide. Why? The first word in family management. Family budgeting, insurance, bills, food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked. Windows shut. House alarm is set. Fingerless gloves. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. Welcome to another episode of Dads Worldwide. I'm Brendan, and tonight a very fantastic, special, silky smooth voice guest that we have tonight. He is the CEO, founder of Off the Ball Network. He is the podcast host of Jeff Needs Help and Jeff Needs Sports Football Breakdown Podcast. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, what's up? First of all, I'm the vice president of Off the Ball Network. Oh, you're the vice president? Oh, I'm Chris, sorry. I got it. Chris I got LeBron. it wrong. <laughs> Chris, no, this is funny. I love yeah. the cold open. Uh, yeah, we yeah. love the advertisement. Chris LeBron is the founder. Me and Mo Murphy are the vice presidents, but we we appreciate everything you do for us, man. Uh, Chris, he told me at the beginning of the show. I don't know. <laughs> I've been trying to undercut him for years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Me and Mo have been trying to take him down for Take him for down, like yeah. And finally, yeah. Dad's Worldwide brought him down a peg. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Chris, great, great guy. Great yeah, he, he really is. Chris, I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that. Um, I'm still available for whatever. If you'd want someone that r- literally knows almost nothing about sports, I'm your guy. So, oh, that's perfect. Uh, yeah. She would be, probably be right more than us experts yeah. because it, it can be a frustrating field. We talked about like, wow, I show. really like the colors of their jerseys. I'll choose those guys. <laughs> you, you, you might be, you'd probably be right more often. Last weekend, in, let me tell you, last weekend in college football, you probably would have, would have been more right than uh, most of us. So, uh, hey, what are you they, gonna? It, what are you gonna do? Doubt, never doubt instinct. Yeah, I think sports. Here's what here's what we do in sports. We overthink everything. Yeah, we overanalyze. We overthink. Uh, you know, we, we, we go back and forth too much instead of just using our gut instinct. Like, just look out there and be like, yeah, that team's going to win and move on. You might be better off than, you know, watching eight hours of, uh, you know, all 22 like I do. And then the game comes out and uh, you're, you're completely back afterwards. <laughs> so uh, you, you might be on the right track. I'm going to yeah. try that technique next week. Yeah, yeah. I might try not even watch football. Jersey color. Just, I, <laughs> yeah. I might just guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what you, yeah, I think you get the magic eight ball out and <laughs> just start throwing it down. Dude, yeah. dude, sometimes, sometimes yeah. you'd be better off. Let me tell you. Well, folks, if you haven't guessed, we're talking football today. Um, I think I was talking to Jeff, and the last time we had him on, I'm like, oh, man, it was like it was last football season. I can't um, believe it. I know. I know. And honestly, Jeff, you're one of my favorite people to have on because uh, we just had, I mean, great conversations. And I, you know what? I want to, I, geez, I can't believe I didn't. Uh, con- congratulations, Grandpa. I was gonna say, is yeah. this, can, can this be Granddad's Worldwide? Oh, now? dude, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. It no, really it can't be. Awesome. It can't be Granddad's Worldwide. I'm not a grandfather. Okay, that's not. Yeah, that's not. I mean, we can maybe for half an episode we can do it. Granddad's episode, dude. Granddad's it is, Worldwide. Um, it is so cool. It's it's as good as everybody says it is. I mean. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. Like if, if, you know, if your kid and, and, and the mom and everybody, like everybody's in the right position and everybody's happy about it. It is a really, it's as fun as everybody says. Um, <laughs> we, we, uh, we, we see the little guy at least once a week. Um, my wife, uh, my wife, um, watches him while, I, um, 
his mom is finishing up school. We spent time with him. I, it, it was um, probably one of the great. Like, here's the thing: I always give you a little. I always give you a little inside information here because of um, how good you and Jim have been to me over the years. So we get there Monday night. He's 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 five weeks old now. I get there the other night. He had just ate. Uh, he was in a good mood. You know yeah. what I mean? Belly's full. He's not asleep yet. I get there. He just laid down. He's, uh, everything has a name now for babies. Like every cushion, every pillow, every every everything has a specific name. I don't know what this thing is called. It's essentially a mini beanbag. Yeah. He's laying there. I just happened to walk in at that moment. Again, that that's just my luck. I didn't do any of the hard work. I didn't I didn't feed him, change him, or anything. I walk in, uh, little guy's lying there, and he's just in a good mood. And so I get like ten minutes of him just kind of like his version of like laughing, making yes, sounds, that's the best. rolling, oh yeah, uh, some punchy stuff. Yeah. And so I just get ten minutes of all the good stuff. I'm like that is classic Jeff. If you knew me. <laughs> Like my wife's like, of course, like, it, you know, Jeff walks in and, and gets that. But uh, it, it was like, um, you know, he wasn't he was in a good mood. Uh, you know what I mean? Being active. I always, you know, he, he likes to look outside and see the sunlight. So it was one of those moments where I'm like, OK, I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to get like what the buzz is about being a grandparent. Um, it's 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 pretty cool. And what I, here's the advice I would tell everybody that listens to your show, because this, obviously this is dad's worldwide. Yeah. Uh, a lot of parents listen to this. Um, I would assume predominantly dads like the negative stuff is not there. It does not make you feel one second older. Like it doesn't, it doesn't like make you feel like, Oh, I'm close like to the grave or anything like literally nothing changes as far as how you feel about yourself, except for, there's another human on the planet that you care about more than than anything else that matters so like anybody that's negative about like don't call like i don't want to be like it look at me do you think i act i don't act any more like a grandpa than i did two days you no know, no but i i think ago. it's it's still it's one of those things that softens you in life right like i mean oh, but, but oh, i mean just but i mean you have you have a child and that that softens you just a little bit you know yeah. you know yeah. and maybe just the right amount maybe sometimes not but, but, but just the right, right amount and no, you're right you're right and, you're exactly but right i mean i that. think it's like the same time like this is going to sound really awful but like when you see a puppy like yeah. When I see a puppy or I see a baby, I feel like yeah. it's that same emotion. Like, it's, oh, that's so cute. Like that. It's it so, so cute. But, you know, but but if it, it's your own flesh and blood, it's different. I can't. It's so it's, different. It's, it's it's awesome. Like, I've already got plans to build an obstacle course, you know, out back <laughs> for him when he's old enough to start running around. I've got plan. I've got plans to do so many things. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. Like, it's just really cool because it's like, it makes... A lot of it is like, you know, a lot of it's seeing how like my son and his wife handle it. Oh yeah. Because that's your going life. You get it. You're you're raising children. Yep. You're yep. like I always said, like, you know, I'm not raising a son, I'm raising the father of my grandkid. That was always my theory. And that to see them be such good parents, you know, to see them care so much about their kid, to see them worry about everything. I'm like, yeah, that's because you care that has been the most rewarding part so this whole experience has been just just light years but better than i thought it would i, I can't wait yeah. I'll, I'll i'll give you an honest on an honest truth it's the first time in a long time to where like i've started thinking about like my future because now i'm like okay i've got all these things i want to see this little guy do yeah now i i like i have to start thinking about how i live my life like that's that's what it that's what it does to you but again without the constant worry of like w when it's your kid like you don't go through the ups and downs like yeah i, yeah. I leave on monday yeah you see I don't know, you see him you see him like, yeah you see him once a week and you don't have to worry about it. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, we're, and we're lucky like he's close so like we have the opportunity to be around him a lot if they need us we're there uh like he can come to the campground and visit us you nice. know what i mean so we're in a really we're in a really fortunate situation but i will fully admit because of choices we made and how we lived our lives like it's not luck you know what i mean like my wife's my wife's prepped for this moment her whole life and she's probably she's gonna be a top 10 grandma like it's seriously like she's just killing it yeah uh, she must yeah, have been yeah. so excited your mom was so excited i she, yeah like my mom yeah my mom's <laughs> yeah. got three great grandchildren now yeah. like things are 
I can't keep track of our feet. I can't keep track. You just want to live in the moment and be like, this is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Like, life's not going to be easy, but this is like this is a time to where I'm like, it makes you feel good about a lot of choices you made and decisions you made and and things you said to your kids and blah, you know, so on and so forth. So it's it's uh it's very self gratuitous at the same time. So as of right now, it's a, it's a good it's a good time to be Jeff. Uh, I will I will fully admit that. And disc awesome, golf man. is going great. That's, uh, congratulations! Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was gonna say you picked up a new hobby. It gets better every week, man. Uh, it's 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 an addiction like no other. Uh, so right now I'm addicted to playing disc golf and watching Baywatch. That's a whole different show. <laughs> it's it's I, I'm not even lying. like the I new Baywatch. Or are you watching like old episodes? No, no, it's, it's the original Pam. remastered for Prime. It looks great. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a terribly fun show. So, oh my god! Uh, that's what's going on in my world, man. How you doing? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Nothing new here. Great. No, you know, uh, I was working with, uh, I was, you know, I was doing one of my many, uh, away jobs and, uh, I was putting a water meter in this guy's house and he had no less than probably like two to 300 discs. (gasps) Yep. So he was the head of a semi pro disc golf team. I think it was semi pro. I I hope I don't, I hope I get that wrong. He, he actually gave us a lesson, uh, uh, you know, a a while back. Uh, and, uh, he, he was a really cool dude. I was, I talked to him for quite a while and I was like, wow. I said, you don't like Frisbees at all. And he started laughing, (laughs) but yeah, they do, they do a ton of So they're in Northern Vermont. They do a ton of charity events. Uh, they raise a bunch of money for local people. And so, uh he he was a real cool dude and uh that's freaking fantastic yeah 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 so i guess uh, probably the closest he's gonna i mean closest uh, i think he said semi-pro i hope i'm I'm right about that but well now i don't know much about the competitive level but essentially there's levels like i think i want again i've like i watch the pros pros yeah but then there's also like the next level down so there's about three or four levels and when you like enter a tournament it'll have like the level listed and so you know where you're at i think it's i want to say it's a b and c but then there's like kind of a upper tour i think it like i would be like a c like i'm just an amateur walking up and playing and then i think b and then you got a who are like pros but not like not not the ones that like you know like that are on disc i think it's something like that but um i'm learning as i go man like it's a it's a it's it's a fast-paced sport as far as like how it's trending so it's kind of hard to keep up with but man how much beer do you drink during this sport um (laughs) as much as you do golf (laughs) no because you're walking yeah and it's not because you can't it's you just don't have time yeah like imagine going for a hike like like you have to stop to drink so i i i recommend because it only takes if you're like say you're by yourself it depends on how many people go but like by yourself 18 holes of disc golf takes rough we'll just say two hours yeah sometimes less sometimes more but it's roughly two hours and you but you're walking and moving the whole time so typically like you start with like a full canteen and then like usually then usually have like two for the front nine two for the back nine and then when you finish you decide so we'll just say a six pack all together now if i'm camping my wife would tell you sometimes things get a little out of control it but it is a it's a little bit like ball golf to where like you kind of lose like sometimes i'll be throwing and i'm like man i don't remember where that disc went (laughs) and i'm like i'm looking over here and it's over there and somebody's like is this yours and i'm like Okay, it's time. That's it. I gotta, I gotta stop. I fully admit that. Um, it's and it's just like ball golf too. Like if I just have like two, I I throw better. So yeah, I don't I don't recommend six. I'm just saying like sometimes it, it happens. Sometimes, sometimes it happens. Yeah, Best we're camping. Good. Like we camp on the disc golf course. Like I literally walk down to the tee and start playing. So like there's no harm. I'm not not driving anywhere. Yeah. I'm not driving a no, golf no, cart. You know what I mean. So, and then you just stop. I, I kind of got like whole courses. I'm like, ah, I play these few holes and I'll stop and, you know, relax or whatever. I usually take something really light, nothing crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of, mostly in the summer, it's a lot of, um, I, and I don't know if you know what a natter day is, but that's, uh, that's strawberry. <laughs> Are you lemonade, still drinking those? Light. Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, yeah. a lot of Modellos, stuff like that. You know, yeah, some, yeah. some lighter stuff, some casual stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, man, I yeah, I played a long time ago, and it was fun. It's a lot of good time, but yeah, I got kids now, so that's just not happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel guilty yeah, when I get out. That's of most that. things. Yeah, that's most. Yeah. Kids are awesome, and you can't do shit. Yeah. Yeah, which is fine. I don't mind. Whatever. No, that's it. That's it part. That's it part of it. Yep. That's what I said. I'm, I I did my thing, and now I do whatever I want. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to rub it in, fucker. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, awesome. Uh, let's talk about the NFL. I can't wait. Dun dun dun. Um, so, I, well, you know what? Last year, I bet this is the first thing I said last year. We know absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like after week one, I'm like, yeah. yep. It's not, yeah, I, it's I told, I'll, tell, I'll just enter with saying, like, I said the Chicago Bears will be the worst team in the NFL this year, and they're 1 0. So yep. I literally, nobody knows anything about football. Yep. So, well, I just wanna, it's just, it's just everybody to know where I'm at. I, you you know, start asking it's funny that, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. I saw it. Um, um, so I, I was thinking that the other day, like, I'm like, like, like week one doesn't matter because, uh, you, you come out with your strategy, and now everyone, now everyone knows it. Yeah. Right now, everyone can plan for it. They got filmed. They've seen your defenses. Yeah, they've seen not everything, but a lot of it. So, uh, Houston was kind of a surprise. Yes, better than expected. Way better. This was worse than way expected. better. Even though my buddy, uh, who I went to high school with, uh, left Buffalo as a defensive coach and then went to Houston. And now all of a sudden Houston's doing well. I mean, I'm not throwing it out there, but Jacques, good job, my man. I'm sure Shout it was out. part of it. Um, so, you know what? Let's Why don't we start off with uh, how awful the Patriots were this this week. I, I don't know if you caught any of the game. I did because I'm a Dolphins fan. Oh, so that's right. I, I did. This is, this is the worst. This is the, like, worst Patriots roster since... I, I honestly, I would say who before Bledsoe, like probably back into like the early nineties, this is the worst Patriots roster since then. I'm not, I'm just saying as, as far as like the players across the board last week, I fully expected the dolphins to win. I mean, I watched the dolphins a little closer. They're just on different. Yeah. They're just in a different spot right now. Like the dolphins have a really good roster, not maybe an average quarterback. Patriots have a, probably similar quarterback but their roster is just it really deteriorated Belichick did not do a good job over the last decade drafting players <sighs> and, and, it, and it's showing the trades are showing the everything they did again there's nothing wrong with winning six Super Bowls awesome yeah <laughs> but we're finally seeing we're finally seeing the repercussions of that well I so I think that that game would have gone another way, obviously, right? This is an obvious statement head because Tua made quite a few like major errors. Oh yeah, he's he did not have a great game. And if if <laughs> I I don't know how they didn't capitalize on these, but they didn't. Um, so like he threw, I mean, he threw it to one of the like McCourty. He threw it to Dev McCourty. Like he threw the ball to him, and if the other Patriots player did not hit it <laughs> like it, like it was going into his hands. Like, I mean, I don't know where he was throwing, um, you know, and then uh, instead of just going down, you know, for a sack, he tried to like throw it. Like, it, I mean, he, he made some major mistakes and those definitely could have gone the other way. Uh, I think the Patriots play calling was horrendous. Uh, I it it didn't seem like the sideline had it together either. Um, although Matt Chatham, um, he seemed to think who an ex Patriots player who does commentary as well for you know he uh, he 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 didn't think it was the the play calling necessarily so I think he agrees with you more like that it's really the people on the field as a far as the roster personnel goes. they 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 do there's thin at every position yeah and then I mean let's just face it like for two decades they had a guy that. On, on the down years of the roster, because every team has this. Every team has down years on the yeah. roster. It's just, yeah. it's it's contracts. Brady could fight through that. Um, you know, and then, then he could, he could, he made players better. He made, you know, everything around him was a little better because he had, without that, you, you know, there's just, there's just nowhere to turn and look. You know, there's nowhere for these guys to be like, turn and like, I mean, the Dolphins only scored twenty points. 
Like, do we think that four years ago Brady couldn't score 21 points? Like, any yeah. team in the league, Brady can score 21 points with. Yeah. Like, that's the difference. And Mac Jones getting banged up. Mac Jones wasn't ready for that game, which – now, that w- was shocking. I don't know if it's because of McDaniels leaving or whatever, but Mac Jones looked like a, a worse quarterback than he did day one last year as a rookie. So, that is a startling – you know, well, I'm not, not to defend like, him. I mean, he had some off throws, but um, he wasn't getting a ton of time on, on a lot no, of no, stuff. There you go. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. Go. So, so I, I mean, it, yeah. So maybe like as far as the roster being thin on, on the offensive line, I don't Their know. Offensive line is is not great. Not yeah. And so, Dolphins, like I say, Dolphins are a fast team. First oh, yeah. game of the season, they're fresh. Like the Dolphins would have beat. Probably half of the NFL that that because they're a young team, they're fast, uh, athleticism. Oh my God, the two the two threats that they have. Two and three athleticism is going to get you somewhere, and then once you get into October, November, that that's when the attrition starts, the intelligence you know starts kicking in, the experience, and that's where I worry about a guy like Tua, you know. Outside of the Patriots, we'll learn a lot about the Dolphins this week in Baltimore as to where they're playing a team that's like they know how to win in early season and yeah. late season. Yeah. This is kind of this is kind of new to this version of the Dolphins. The Patriots, on the other hand, really, especially when you're talking about Buffalo and your division's better. Oof, Miami's yeah. better. Like Miami is a better team, but they're not you Buffalo know. better. No, 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 no. They're not Buffalo better. Yeah. So yeah. now you're now you're third. Like you're better than the Jets. You know, but the Jets are still going to fight you. So, like, the Patriots can't – they can't give up a lot of games, you know, and still expect to get where they're used to going. Yeah, yeah. But that that being said, you got six Super Bowls, you're going to have a down year. It's not the the end of the world, Patriots fans. Like, nobody feels bad for you. That's the other side of it. I'm an Ohio State fan. Nobody nobody feels bad for Ohio State fans <laughs> when we lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. No, no. And I don't know. I don't expect Congratulations, Patriots fans, for being spoiled. I, yeah. It's, it's, it's a true. Great, I, I was ta- a great place to be. I was talking with my wife. I'm like, yeah, we've had like 20 years of like whooping people's ass. You know, so like, excellent. I was like, you know, I don't, I don't. I, I can't really complain. So, yeah, um, honestly, like, and, and, seriously, and then like, also it's the first game of the season. So, you know, that maybe that yeah. maybe they can develop, maybe the they Patriots can get better. Be better. Maybe, you know, will they be a conference champion? Probably not, <laughs> you know, but no, whatever. But like we saw them last year. I mean, I know like, so two things happened last year. The Patriots beat the bills. Amazing up in that windy game in Buffalo. Yeah. But then we also saw, I think that playoff game when we saw the bills, like, honestly, beat the Patriots as almost as bad as I've seen any team get beat. Like they played almost the perfect game. That's when I was like, okay, the Patriots might they might take a step back for a couple years. Yeah. Um but the question But then the Bills is, were also that you, good though, right? I mean like when they come out of this, yeah. this dip, yep. is Bella is will Belichick going to wait it out, or is he going to make it out of this lull? Is the is the next good Patriots team coached by Bill Belichick? That's what I want to ask, Brandon. Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't think he's going to be around much longer. I don't. I don't either. And I think. I think. I think he's got one or two years tops. And we're talking, we're talking about a guy that won a Super Bowl in in the '86 with the Giants. Like this is not a young man. Yeah. This guy's been at the top of his profession for forty years. Like. That's fine. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, but, at some point, you have to take a step back. But you, you know, you know what I mean. Like he's he he. Uh, I'm you know what I mean. I haven't said anything. Uh, he, if if you uh, love what you do, you don't work a day in your life, right? I, if he loves it that much, he could he could die at his desk. Fine. You know what I mean? Like I mean, uh, maybe I mean I would think that you know the Patriots eventually would give him his walking papers if he doesn't produce. You know, but uh, yeah, it. it yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine him being around much longer, especially if they have a losing season for a couple in a row. I, I can't. Uh, who who gets kept around that long? I just I don't know. Like when I look at the Patriots, I'm like, you're not better than the Chargers. You're not better than the Chiefs. You're not better than the Dolphins. You're not better than the Bills. The AFC South is a mess. So honestly. That's fine. Uh, you're really not better than they're not better than the Browns, but they have they're almost because they actually have a quarterback. Um, they're not better than the 
Steelers, I don't think they're not better than the Bengals. Um, they're not better than Baltimore. Like they're just you start just running out of teams that like to yeah. be better than. Yeah. Are they going to beat some of these teams? Absolutely. Um, I don't question their coaching. I don't question any of that. I think sometimes you just you just don't have the players, and it, and it's there's nothing wrong with that. It's yep. just cycles. That's what the the NFL is built for. This like Tom Brady defied it for twenty years, but the NFL is built for like every three years. You know it. it it chews you up and spits you out. Look, the Rams started off 0-1 and got trounced. They just won the Super Bowl. Like, this league is meant to your best players to leave, cycle through it. You know what I mean? That's what they want, and it, it works. Their their business model is um, you, you really can't argue against it. Do you think Tom Brady is going to spend one more year? <laughs> On, I, I said no last year, and I was yeah. almost right, and then he comes yeah. back. Dude, I don't know. He like, already signed a, that. I think he already I, signed that deal to commentate. Like, I cannot imagine that he's coming back after this year. This has been a weird offseason. He retired for 40 days. You know, he, he, but Brady's just one of these guys that it, it almost feels like, like, I won't, I, I'm not judging a, you know, a person, but like, it almost feels like he cares a little too much about playing because at some point, like, I see the other players in the league being like, damn, dude, like, reel it back in like Mike. yeah but he hasn't reached brett Favre type play you know what i mean no oh no his play has been fine his play has been okay i mean he he's he hasn't been spot on on all his throws but i mean what quarterback is the nfc is not i i think a lot of the reason he came back the nfc is not tough i think that's why and i don't mean this as a knock i mean as he's really smart yeah the nfc is not near as deep as the afc like i think he saw i would say the biggest reason Tom Brady is in Tampa Bay is Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. And I mean that as far as like, he saw the writing on the wall of like, why would I fight through all Lamar Jackson, Justin Burrow or uh, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen. Why, why would I fight through these guys every year? I can go to the NFC and I'm automatically the best quarterback outside of maybe Aaron Rodgers, who can't win a playoff game. He goes to the NFC, proves me right, wins the Super Bowl, comes back this year. The Rams are doable. Cowboys, he could, you, we're fading. Dak, even if, Dak, even if, I wanted to talk about that, but Prescott just keeps getting hurt. Like, yeah. I, I mean, is he done? Like, I mean, is he, I mean, how many more years are they going to keep him around? He keeps, I mean, he just crumbles. Uh, and, just, and, I mean, it's just, maybe it's just bad luck. Well, I don't know. It's two things. It's two things. And I, I say this a lot. Dak still like, well, the one broken leg wasn't his fault. Like that was just like a freak thing. Yeah. But then, like, the other night, it was because the offensive line is so bad. Oh, no. So, two things. They, they couldn't score with the running game, so then they have to start throwing. So then the, wor- the worst team, one of the worst teams, probably maybe Pittsburgh um, is bad with a healthy T.J. Watt who is dinged up. Now he's out for six, six to weeks to a year. But, like, Jeez. the worst thing they wanted to see is a really good defensive front that week. Dallas with an offensive line that is, like, cobbled together and they get to Tampa Bay and Todd Bowles one of the best defensive scheming coaches ever and like it was just the writing was on the wall the same thing happened to Joe Burrow in Cincinnati he got the shit kicked out of him yes well like three interceptions and uh for his life and and Dak's injury was because the defensive line was so close to him like he was just trying to make a play so you know it's really not a Dak issue. I mean, it, it 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 it's just bad luck and trying to fight through it. Like Dak on that play, Dak probably could have just crumbled up into a, Peyton Manning would have just fell down, and it would have been the right thing to do. Yeah, that's why Peyton Manning wasn't hurt all the time. All the time. You talk yeah. about Dak, like yeah. you can't. If you Baker Mayfield had the same problem last year, like everybody's like, oh, he's hurt. I'm like, well, he's hurt because he just won't go down. Like. You know, he, he, he's risking everything on every play. Like, sometimes you just got to fall down. Sometimes Dak has not learned that. And, that, and I don't know if that's coached. I, w- I would not begin to tell you what, you yeah. know, an NFL quarterback. I mean, that, that, was, Jay, that was Jay Cutler, too, in Chicago. Like, yes. he, I mean, he was always Perfect going – yeah, he was always going Dak, outside the pocket. Yeah. I think Dak and Cutler is a pretty good example as far as, like, talent level. But, like, can you protect yourself? Can you – 
Can you play? Well, I mean, Cutler wasn't hurt a ton, right? Where, like, you watch Tom Brady. Even, okay, same game, Tom Brady. Yeah. Micah Parsons is one of the best defensive players in the league. Free shots at Brady. But Brady has a way of getting sacked and having no chance, but he just stands up as to where some of these younger guys fight through it and they land awkward or their arms in the air. Yeah. Um, Brady and Manny are two best ever. Uh, Marino was really good too. Marino yep. could take a sack. Yeah. That was back when you like guys could pile like, drive them. <laughs> yeah, guys could like do a leg, a Hulk Hogan leg drop on a quarterback. <laughs> Marino was just knew when to just fall down. Yeah, and you know take his take his lumps. Uh, some of these young guys don't. You know, even uh, Dak is one of them. Like he's just fighting through it. He sees the guy, and but now it's costing half a season. So you know it's sad. It's it's and and the same thing with Baker last year. Like it's you know they're doing what everybody says they should do, but it's the wrong thing. If you go back and watch Peyton Manning, that dude would just look like a he looked like one of them uh, like an armadillo rolling up and just rolling. He but he, he was he like was there, he, but he, but you would rather have him there. Yeah, yeah. You know he, what I mean? He looked like the most unathletic quarterback. Yep alive like he had like yeah. the dad you know pot belly like beer belly he rolled out there he rolled out there like the dad that had like six beers at the barbecue <laughs> i got loosened this. up i got this you know what i mean the kids are out the kids are out back playing and he, he's like i'm gonna be all-time quarterback that's oh, what he God. that's what he looked like he was basically all-time quarterback oh. the guy the guy just the guy became a wizard inside the pocket but uh, he knew how to keep himself alive with literally not. So think about like Marino. Think about this list. You got Marino, uh, you got Brady, you got Manning. Mm-hmm. You got all these guys who couldn't run to save their lives, and they're some of the best quarterbacks ever yep. because they just. It's not that there's anything wrong with moving. Like Steve Young, Lamar Jackson, Joe Montana, yeah. John Elway. That's fine too, but like you got to find your role. And then you got to do it. Yeah. And when when shit starts crumbling, man, you got to hit the deck. Mahomes is kind of caught in between right now, too. Obviously, one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. But he can get a little, he he can keep a play alive a little too long, and and caught and cost his team. And it's because he's so talented, and I don't blame him. You know that he's like, I got to keep this alive. But then you take you take an extra ding, you take an extra hit. So yeah. it's like. It's like trying to find a happy medium for these yeah, quarterbacks. It's like, it's, Josh Allen has really settled in uh, to to a, a very physical guy, but that is also like I'm not taking these weird hits. Like yeah. I'll determine how I how I land. M- Mahomes, I think, had so much success uh, scrambling and you know throwing those no look passes oh, yeah. and all that stuff yeah. that he's almost overconfident with it. Sure, you absolutely. know, he I mean, he's, is. and I hope he keeps doing it honestly because he is my number one quarterback in fantasy. Oh. So you, be, <laughs> you better. He had one of the like statistically wise had one of the best games in NFL history Sunday. Oh yeah, he's he's the only reason I won. So good job, and buddy. And again, that's if you're if your people are looking at teams. And again, I'm not on here to talk about spreads or betting or futures no, no, or all that. I'm no. on here to talk about teams winning. Yep. That's a great sign when a quarterback is ready game one. So him, Justin Herbert was the same way with the Chargers. Yeah, like that was guy, that was uh, that, that means, was kind of a surprise for me. Um, to, yeah, that means they put the time in in the summer, the yep. off season. You know, work on their craft, get better, and they're ready to go game one. So they're gonna these first four or five weeks. They're probably like these these guys that are ready are gonna steal four or five games and put your team in a position, you know, to move forward. All right. I guess why don't we do like a shotgun round? Uh, what, who do you think is going to be the? I know this is predictions and it's really really tough. Who's going to be? In. Who's going to be the best NFC? Who's going to be the best AFC for uh, the first? Let's say the first six games. Who do you think is really oh, going to okay, shine? Six games. That's a great. You know yeah. what? Just I want to commend you. That's a great question. You didn't ask me my Super Bowl pick. You asked me the first six no, games. I think it's hard. It's too hard at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think first six games chiefs. I kind of just gave it away, yep. but I'm not going to back yep. off of it. Just get, they're ready. They know how to win. They're going to be They're They're, they're a little, some of you know, Kelsey and Mahomes. Like, I know it doesn't seem like it, Mahomes is like, he's got miles on him. He's young, but like, yeah. but, uh, he's ready. So I think uh, Kansas city after six games, I think, 
I'm going to tip my hat here. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, I think, are going to be Ooh. very good in the NFC. They've got the best. They've got the best receiver in the game right now. Uh, Jefferson is just a monster. Like he can, he does everything right. Uh, they put together a really talented roster. Like they're solid across the board. Like it's really hard to find like an actual like huge weakness. And Cousins has proved that he can play. That he oh, can yeah. play. Like I, I know, yeah. I know his ceiling isn't as high as Mahomes or Herbert or all that. Yep. But his 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 floor is pretty high too. So I think I think after six games, like we're I think people are talking about the Minnesota Vikings is like this team might go to the Super Bowl. And I. <sighs> Yeah, wow. I, I I think they they could. I think they're. I think they've jumped the Packers. Um, I don't. I don't think the Packers has, have, have built the team that they think that that that, that can keep it going. Um, and I don't. The Bears and you know Detroit speaks for themselves. I know they play hard. They're young or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But their their rosters are a mess, and they just don't have what it takes. So being the best in your division is going to help. Um, yeah, I think the Vikings and Chiefs, if, and that as far as a, a replay of, I think it was Super Bowl, if I remember correct, Super Bowl three. Like, uh, I'm not, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Excellent. I uh, Baltimore's cousin, cousin, gonna be a good six game team too. What's that? Baltimore is a good early oh, season good. team. I'm they, glad they to hear like, that. Lamar looks like he's healthy and ready, and this team before before the injuries start piling up, I think they're going to be a very good early season team. Nice. Uh, I Cousins has been solid the last couple of years, so like I'm, I'm glad that they actually have a team like where he can actually <laughs> actually help new out. Coach, like, new coach too, like yeah. they've been stuck with a, 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 a not only a defensive coach but kind of a bad defensive coach in oh, summer. Like no, yeah. not a bad defensive coach. Sorry. A, a bad head coach that was also a defensive coach, uh, and uh, he did not do a good job as a head coach. He should have stayed a coordinator. You could, I could do, Brandon. I could do hours of shows on. If you're really good at your job, I don't know why you want to change. I don't know why that means you need to change jobs. Yeah. I don't understand it. Um, you know, it'd be the same as you. Like, man, Brandon, you're a great plumber. You know what? Uh, we're gonna make you uh, whatever <laughs> electrician. Like, for, yeah, we're gonna make you know, like what? what? You're gonna like. <laughs> I don't know why Zimmer, but he did not coach that team very well. But but the the staff, the you know, the front office built a very talented team, and I th- I think they're going to be very good. I'm really really yeah. high on the Vikings. That's awesome. Good because he's also my backup quarterback. All right. <laughs> um, so <laughs> uh, all right. So why don't we? Uh, I want to go with uh, running backs. I'm curious as okay. to who. <laughs> No, I hate running back. Yeah, I, I know this. you do. I know you do. <laughs> um, but I want. I'm curious. Who's who's your sleeper? Who do you think? Because um, we all know who right now. Like you know Saquon. It, yeah, yeah. Like you know, like you know, like yeah. You guys, the guys. Although uh, who who took a hit this this week? I for, uh, for whatever. It doesn't matter. Um. So, uh. So who do you think is a running back? Who do you think is gonna is gonna shine after week one? I know it's diff- It's difficult, but uh. Um, you always go. You always go youth with running backs. Yeah. Like you know, like the older guys, like they just tend to. So yeah, obviously everybody's got Jonathan Taylor up top. Oh Everybody's yeah. got. Yeah. Everybody's got Barkley. I'm not. McCaffrey is always up there. Yeah. I don't. Just because I hate to judge a guy because of injury. When he's on the field, he's literally one of the best fantasy running backs of all time. But he just last week kind of kind of took a hit back. Um, Nick Chubb's very good. I don't know if he's going to have the touchdowns. So like a guy that like I'm not. This isn't really a sleeper. He went really high in the drafts. But I think DeAndre Swift uh, for Detroit nice. is going to have a a really big year for a team that doesn't win a lot of games he's gonna he's gonna find kind of find that cushion of like my team doesn't really care if we win but they they want to they want to keep they want to keep with the plan which is him <laughs> you know he's a big part of their plan yep. so i think he's gonna build like kind of like barkley did with the new york giants like year one like his stats are gonna be really good but his team's wins might not be so i think uh swift finds himself in a like last week they took two goal line touches away from him he should have had could have had two touchdowns you know in the game but otherwise that he had a great game he's got explosive you so some tips for like looking at a running back um you want a guy that's got explosiveness who like 
once a game can pop a 40 yarder because that's where you're going to get your volume yards you know what i mean and yeah. you want a guy who can receive so you want a guy like a swift um you know it, there's there's honestly there's not a ton the rest start becoming interchangeable joe uh you know a guy last year one of the best running backs in the league last year that kind of got overshadowed by how good his quarterback played was joe mixon for the cincinnati Bengals. like stats wise across the board as far as like I don't know, fantasy is one thing, but as far as effectiveness as a running back, Joe yeah. Mixon was one of the most effective running backs in the NFL last year for the Cincinnati Bengals. Why they didn't give it to him when they needed when they needed it in the Super Bowl? You have to talk to Cincinnati fans about that. But um, he was one of the most uh, efficient and effective running backs in the league last year. So Joe Joe Mixon is a a solid running and a pretty durable running back. Um, you don't you don't want a running back you like like Najee Harris for Pittsburgh's already dinged up a guy that like you're gonna if you if you if you got a running backs a focus of your offense that means the other team's defense knows too yeah and it's gonna get, yeah. You know, they're yeah. gonna focus if on you don't have a up. pass threat you're done you, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. you want a guy to slip out of the backfield you want a guy that like you don't know when he's getting the ball. Um, you know, that's why I like a guy like Mixon. You want to, so when I look at running backs, like I need them to have a good passing game because that means that they're not the focus of the defense. Like the Cowboys right now, you know, they're, they're running backs, whether it's Pollard or Elliott, like everybody's like, okay, we got to stop the running backs. So their yards might be a hundred yards, but it's going to be three yards of carry. It's not going to be the burst yardage. It's yeah. not going to be the, yeah. the there are be a lot of receptions because they're always going to be in the backfield to try and help the quarterback. So you want a good quarterback and then you want to look at the running backs beside him. Like a four net will probably have a pretty good year beside Brady. I don't think to me, I know he's effective in the playoffs. That's different through the season. He's, he's kind of hit or miss. Um, so I want a guy that, that has burst. And then you got to look at the committee too. If you got a, if you got a team like Miami, like my Miami dolphins, they basically run three or four, the Patriots are the number one team. Yep. Like they run, they might have three good three guys. And they might <laughs> yeah. Split the maps. So yeah. you don't want to get into that mess either. So it's uh, like right now, Barkley is going to be number one because it looks like they're going to use him in the passing game. That's going to wear off soon. But for like the next two or three weeks, Barkley is going to, is going to put up some numbers because Barkley honestly ought to play more, a lot more receiver. When he was in college, you know, he, he was so much more effective in space. And yeah. I said, I said when the Giants drafted him, I would move, I think you can go back and look at my tweets from, I think it's been four years ago, move Barkley to receiver as fast as you can because you get him in space and get him the ball. Now you've got a weapon when he's in the backfield, you know where he's at. So I think Barkley's going to start off pretty fast too. So that's, that's a lot of them. The, the, the rookie in Houston, you know, is a big deal right now because of how good he's done out of Florida. I can't, I can't quite remember his name, but uh, yeah. that that's one everybody picked up late as far as fantasy wise, but he's, he's a solid running back. So I think sleeper wise, in this also like it's not sleeper i guess because he's been around but patterson and in atlanta uh mm. he if oh, that's a great pick i thought if, we still, you're talking now you're talking wide receivers even though i but know no no he's back. but he's lining up as a running back now and, and, so it proves my point yeah so let me tell you something as far as i've been preaching the running back positions dead for years yeah cordell pat cordell pat he proves it yeah, yeah. and Debo samuel out in san francisco are my two favorite players yeah. because they're two of the best running backs in the league and they're wide receivers yeah. and that's what i've been telling everybody for years is like you don't need to draft these guys to run between the tackles get your best athlete get him behind you patterson could have a special year because a nobody cares about atlanta Yep. Like that, and I mean the other team. Yeah. Like they're going to win the game if he if he gets 120 yards and a touchdown, yep. and they win by 30. The other team doesn't care. Yeah. So there's <laughs> yeah. A, that's, a, no, that's a that's a good tip. Like pick up a trash team's <laughs> dynamic well, player. Well, let's, let's say like as, if the quarterback can get at least some type of passing game together, then he's just going to be a monster. It's like he's going to be a monster. And and um yeah, you, you're you're probably that's right. Cool. Like because Atlanta's kind of an in between. Uh, year as well i think uh they're along the lines of the patriots right uh, matt ryan's gone they don't you know they they just they're oh, just they're a mess yeah they're a mess they have so, no direction yeah they're roster, julio they're jones julio jones is now at tampa <laughs> they're just they're yeah. a mess yeah. you're, you're right patterson yeah. may have he may have 50 percent of their total yards this year but uh but i love that it's happening yeah. because i'm like that that's what you need to do like just get the just get the best athletes the ball and figure it out yep yeah Absolutely, pick, and he's got some long legs, man. That guy is huge. 
it's that's crazy. what I'm saying. Like, he's crazy. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And and, and, ex- and again, like if it like I don't know, like if anybody doesn't remember, like I remember him being a receiver. Yeah. A tall receiver, you know, coming yep. out of college and being like, wow. And then now he's a, a running back for the Falcons. I'm like, this makes no sense. But he, um, like, I, I feel like he was like a mediocre receiver, though. He should have been well, better. Yeah, he, never did, he never did pop as a receiver. He really did it. His, most of his best work was as a kick returner. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Again, but again, he went he went to Minnesota where they just couldn't quite figure, figure things out. out. They yeah. had that. Uh, yep. can't, um, uh, can't remember the guy's name. He was an ex-offensive lineman. He was their coach when he was there. Uh, terrible offensive coach. He was a, <laughs> a old school guy that if you're old school now in the NFL, just you got to move on. Like yeah. it, the game has changed. Uh, totally. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're just beating your head against the wall. His name was Mike something. <laughs> And um, another Mike, not Zimmer, yeah. and uh, just just really didn't know how to use him. And he goes to Atlanta, and it, kudos to Atlanta for being like, "Fuck it, man! If you can, if you want to run it, go ahead." Yeah. And then it worked. And uh, Debo Samuel, same way in San Francisco, was out of necessity. Debo is one of my favorite players in the league because he's just an all-around versatility is the thing in football now like yeah the most well the most the, one of the most important things you can have is versatile like playmakers like you know those guys versatile offensive linemen that when somebody gets hurt they can slide over and play another position yeah versatility is the thing specialism is gone outside of quarterback like you that the one yeah. thing you gotta have is a good quarterback everything else like you need guys like you need swiss army knives all across the field dude um, we had troy we had troy safety, brown new england patriots like he that guy played offense he played defense he was you guys were the dude, you guys he was the, crazy it was crazy the blueprint yeah the blueprint. i never seen yeah. anything they like it since with their offensive yeah. linemen like you know we don't remember a lot of those big switches but like belichick was famous for like an offensive lineman went out. He had a guy that could slide down and switch, and but he knew how to play. Like he, uh, his defensive lineman. Oh my God, Patriots defensive linemen were were some of the most, uh, you know, all you know, all ranging guys across the board. Like they could, I re- I can remember when Belichick started like uh, the famous, um, you know, he he would stand all these front seven up, you know, at the line of scrimmage, and Peyton Manning would be like, "What the what's going on?" You know, <laughs> yeah. like because the guys could do so many things. So like, yeah. they are the the blueprint for like having a versatile team. Yeah, like you say, yeah, like, you know, Troy Brown, guys like that, just oh. just just awesome, man. Uh, but I mean, in my lifetime, I don't remember seeing a, an offensive guy playing defense and no, playing. No, like he, he was playing, me. he must have been exhausted, like. Yeah. I don't know if he was like sniffing and riddling before ever. the game like, or what, but like he was yeah. like, I mean, he played every down just about. It was crazy. He was an amazing player. Yeah. Amazing player. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Uh, I, I think we'll leave it there. Uh, where can people find you? Well, I'm, I, I'm Jeff. I, I do Jeff Needs Sports. That's a podcast you can find anywhere. And, and you got, you know, if you look at it, like I try to divide my stuff up. There might be NFL stuff. I do the, I'm a huge Buckeye fan, uh, commentator. I do a lot of Buckeye stuff. So I do something called a Buckeye remix. It's still on Jeff Needs Sports. I try to try to divide it up. Like if you look, you can see the logos are kind of different. I do a lot of that. And then of course, like again, I'm vice president, not CEO <laughs> of Optimal Network, which is a great moment. Me and Brandon always have these great moments. Um, good Optimal Network. Uh, you know, guys are doing a ton of stuff over there. Uh, some good a lot of a lot of really good betting stuff if um uh, you know if you're into uh you know the sports betting um doing some great stuff over there so um yeah it, and, then, and then of course you can find me on twitter at j hunt 006 um i love to interact with the uh the fans uh are not argue but debate i call it debate yeah. uh, have discussions i don't i don't argue i'm not one of those um but jeff uh, doesn't yeah, want to argue are, with anybody yeah, football no. season is no. a, a crazy time and it's 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 awesome right now and I love being busy, and I told Brandon before the show, I never take for granted how freaking cool it is to be invited on a show and to uh, talk about stuff I love. So I want to thank Brandon and everything he's doing over there. He's, he's been there since day one, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I, I I always appreciate him, and I'm always rooting for him, and he does uh, great stuff. So never never stop supporting him, and like, subscribe, share, and review. Oh, you know, shucks. All of us, like, startup <laughs> podcasters, because uh, it's not yeah. easy. But it's it is rewarding. So you know, that's just how it is. Damn it. Damn it, Jeff. You made me cry. <laughs> uh no, Jeff, thank you, man. I I can't thank you enough for lending your expertise. 
And uh, I, hey, when do power rankings start coming out? So I'm not doing NFL power rankings this year. Okay. I, I changed that. Okay. I'll, I'll just be only because I was devoting so much of my life to it. And I wasn't, I wasn't really watching the games. Um, I, you know what I mean? Like I normally do, but I, yeah. I, I will be doing some like rankings. So I won't be okay. doing all 32 teams, but, uh, fair enough. Like, fair enough. Like, yeah. Like every few weeks or so I'm going to do some, like, it's basically going to be this five or six teams that I think matter. Yep. And I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue about who the 28th <laughs> and 29th best team are anymore. Yeah. yeah it doesn't matter. Um, I, it was a hard decision. I love doing it. I love the debate, but the time I was putting into it to 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 decide nah, who nah, was nah. 29th or 30th in the league was starting to become a little cumbersome. But I also I do do I do do every time somebody says that. <laughs> I also do college football rankings. So any college football fans out there go check that out because there you go. here here in a couple of weeks I I do playoff my own playoff rankings, not it's not a who's best in college football, it's my playoff rankings, you know, at that moment. Uh those were a lot of fun, so I I still have those coming out. So uh both through the through the season follow me on facebook follow me on twitter whatever you know, you can see it there oh, i have uh, quite a few buddies who are nebraska fans and they're quite oh, disappointed <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of yelling going on they're lately probably not gonna make my top 10 <laughs> yeah. wow that what a mess yeah what a mess yeah they just fired their coach again i think <laughs> yes he yeah. just got yeah. fired yeah. and not only did they fire him they fired him about three weeks too early so they paid him about seven oh, extra no. million, seven extra million dollars on his buyout october 1st his buyout went from 15 to 7 million oh. and they were like we don't care we'll just get out million dollars <laughs> just get out get the fuck out of here i mean that dude learned how to lose on other continents like he's over in europe losing football games oh my god holy cow oh man all right jeff well hey man thanks again i i do appreciate you quite oh, so much man so and i love talking with you so uh yeah hopefully we'll have you on again uh before the season ends let's we'll try talk that. some let's, more football let's focus yeah. on it this year let's do it <laughs> let's do it. i don't know what happened last year but uh um all right folks you know how to get a hold of me brendan at dads www.com and if you can't stand me or you have a problem with jeff hate mail at dads www.com <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes oh man and uh I, uh, I can't thank you all enough for continuing to listen to me spout off in the mouth. And uh, <laughs> and I hope you're enjoying it. And uh, don't forget to review, subscribe, share. Share with a friend. Just one. That's all I ask. Just one. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Later. Dads Worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. you.